Samuel Studios. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Please welcome now the head coach of the defending champion Baylor Bears, Dave Aranda. Dave, got some opening comments? The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alliance Bank Central Texas. By Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. And by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. Uh, tell you what, I'm so, um, I'm so humbled and I'm blessed to be here representing Baylor and, um, you know, here with, with some, uh, some of our team and here with you guys. You know, um, you know, I go back to um, to last season. You know, just being in this very building and, and you know the 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 continuum of of faith on one side to belief on the other, and just kind of how that season progressed. And you know, so appreciative of last year's team, of the, our players that are about to enter training camp uh, that have left us. Um, some players that are on new teams um, and to the coaches maybe that have moved on and support staff that's moved on just way appreciative of them now from the Allen Samuel Studios here's the voice of the Baylor Bears John Morris and Aaron Sexton And welcome, John Morris Show on a Friday. Glad you're with us. John Morris, Aaron Sexton in the Allen Samuels Studios, Coach Dave Aranda in the open. We are two weeks away today from the start of fall camp for Coach Aranda and the Bears. We are, is it six weeks uh, away from kickoff tomorrow? So six Saturdays until kickoff for Baylor football. Welcome in. Glad you're with us. We'll talk a little football. Uh, our friend Todd Berry, the executive director of the American Football Coaches Association, will join us. And Aaron, uh, Tim, if you've got any thoughts, I think there's so many things we can talk to Coach Berry <laughs> about, you know, as it pertains to coaches and just college football in general, the NIL, the transfer portal, uh, realignment, all that stuff, you know, not that the AFCA is directly involved in that, but they are certainly involved in all of that. Yeah, absolutely. Just those, just one of those three topics. Right. You could do a, an entire, probably twenty minute. Well, not probably. You could do an entire twenty minute segment on NIL, a twenty minute segment on transfer <laughs> portal, and a twenty minute segment on realignment. And, but yeah, so there's no shortage of of things to ask him about today. <laughs> exactly. 
And, uh, you know, we could we could bring up the subject about coaches salaries, you know, the new new contract for Kirby Smart uh, yesterday. Uh, what was it? Ten years, 112, 112 million. Is that right? 112.5. 112.5. I'm sorry. 112.5 million for Kirby Smart. So, uh, you know, that's the market these days. Um, and uh, and Todd does a great job representing uh, coaches through the AFCA. So we'll visit with him coming up in just a bit. Here's a Friday in uh, in July. Hope it's going well for everybody. And uh, heading into another weekend. My weekends are about uh, about over. Uh, really, about the time Baylor football practice starts. That's when you can count on doing some things on the weekends. Uh, not every weekend, and it's not all day on Saturdays, but there's usually a practice on a Saturday when when uh, fall camp starts, uh, and then you get to September 3rd, and then it's uh, then it's go time, and every Saturday, well, I say that Baylor's got a Thursday night game this year, October 13th they play in Morgantown. That's a Thursday, oh, okay. So that means they've got the Saturday before and the Saturday after that Thursday night game off. So there'll be a couple of Saturdays in there, right? You get that in the bye week. And and a bye week, exactly, yeah. So, not looking ahead to Saturdays off, really <laughs> right. looking forward to uh, the Saturdays at McLean Stadium and uh, being with the Bears this year. All right, a uh, couple of notes uh, concerning Baylor football today. Congratulations to um, uh, Ben Sims, named a, a to the watch list for the Mackey Award today. This is the award that goes to the top tight end in the country and I'm not going to pretend to know, you know, how Ben stacks up around the country, but I would think he's got to be in that mix and maybe a real candidate to win this deal. So we'll see how the season plays out. But Ben Sims named a finalist for the Mackey Award watch list uh, today. Uh, first to be named that preseason list from Baylor since 2017. Also, uh, uh, Jacob Gall named the Remington Award watch list today. That goes to the top center in the country. And uh, he's the first Baylor player to be named this watch list since 2018. So uh, nice uh, recognition by these for these guys in the month of July and uh, heading into the season. You're on the watch list now, and that'll just uh, continue and be pared down, you know, as the season goes on, and uh, then they'll name the winner at the end of the year. But keep that in mind for those two, and there may be some other guys named to uh, uh, watch list for other positions as the season rolls on. Uh, Aaron, I was uh, really, I was looking for some baseball last night. When I went to bed, <laughs> I was kind of, you know, with the All-Star break, and I know there were some games yesterday, really everybody gets back in action uh, today. Uh, if they didn't yesterday, but I was looking for some baseball and I tuned in to the Giants and the Dodgers broadcast, the radio broadcast last night. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of went, well, started to say went old school, but it was halfway old school of going to bed, listening to a baseball game, which when I was growing up, I did that transistor radio under my pillow. It would drain those nine volt batteries because I'd fall asleep, you know, and the radio would still be going. So that's how I grew up. Now, uh, I guess the modern-day version of that is I listen on the MLB at Bat app, and uh, I was listening to the Giants broadcast. I really like Dave Fleming and John Miller with the Giants, and I was listening to that and found out that when the game's over on that app, uh, they they uh, stop the signal, and uh, so it basically cuts it off on its own on my phone. So I did go to sleep 
listening to the game, but when I woke up in the middle of the night, it was already turned off. So that worked out pretty well. Yeah, that is pretty cool. So you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Instead yeah. of it just being on all, all night. night. Yeah. Right. You know, <laughs> you right. Wake up and still be hearing, you know, like radio from that market. Or yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, uh, hmm, put that in the back of my mind. I know it'll cut it off even if I go to sleep listening to a game. So, Giants and Dodgers last night. You mentioned the uh, watch lists that have come out for the different awards. There is an Expater player on one of the watch lists. Oh, yeah? On the Davey O'Brien Award watch list, Gary Bohannon. That'd be Gary Bohannon. Um, As far as Big 12 schools, uh, Spencer Sanders from Oklahoma State and uh, Dylan Gabriel from Oklahoma were on it. Also, uh, Tanner Mordecai from SMU. I'm I'm trying to think of – I think that's it as far as, as the Big 12 and Texas. And then Gary Bohannon at South Florida. Um, I was a with. I know he hasn't done anything on the field, but you know how Texas is perceived. I was really genuinely shocked that Quentin Ewers wasn't on the list, even yeah. though he hadn't taken a snap in a regular season yeah. game. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're right. I agree. A little surprising that he's not on there. Also, it's a good deal for uh, Gary Bohannon. Well done. All right, let's take a break. We're off and running on this Friday. We are glad you're with us from the Alan Samuel Studios. Let's check weather. Be back with more in just a moment. John Morris, Aaron Sexton here on ESPN Central Texas. The weather this hour is brought to you by Alliance Bank. Find Alliance Bank with their several locations in Waco and new location in Temple and let them help you and your business succeed. Your ESPN Central Texas forecast for today, sunny and hot, but not as hot as it has been. We'll see a high of only around 100 tonight, an overnight low near 80. The rest of the week, we'll see highs near 101 and overnight lows in the upper 70s with clear skies. Currently, it's 99 at ESPN Central Texas. What a year for Baylor Athletics. Matt Meyer will hold the ball, toss it high in the air. Baylor can celebrate a second straight Big 12 Conference Championship. Baylor clinches it with a win over Iowa State tonight here in the Farrell Center. 75-68, drop the confetti in the Farrell Center. From the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Is $5 gas and high-priced groceries eating into your pocketbook? Afraid how much longer you'll be able to purchase a firearm for protection or sporting needs? Then you need to head to the Real Texas Gun Show at Lee Lockwood Library, July 30th and 31st, benefiting the Scottish Rite Foundation of Texas. The Real Texas Gun Show is proud to be the show where small mom-and-pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms. Their vendors are some of the most reputable in the state of Texas, and the variety at the show is extensive, and oftentimes, if they don't have it, they don't make it. Located at 2801 West Waco Drive in the Lee Lockwood Library and Museum, this gun show is to help raise funds for the Scottish Rite Foundation's many charities in the state of Texas. Do not miss this show either as a patron or a vendor. That's the real Texas Gun Show at Lee Lockwood Library and Museum in Waco, benefiting charity Saturday, July 30th, 9 to 5 and Sunday, July 31st from 10 to 4. It's kid-friendly, so bring the family. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, 
you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or you're stuck in the mud. Remember, Big Boys Record Service can help with heavy hauls as well. No job too big or too small, they do it all. In business since 1983, Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. At UBO Business Services, we are brand agnostic. We support many different brands, but only the best products from each provider. Our analysts favor flexible systems that don't leave you locked into a one-brand technology solution. Being flexible allows your organization to stay nimble and take advantage of the latest emerging technologies. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Looking for answers to your financial questions? In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we break down investments and wealth management in a Q&A style format. I'm Joe Kaleo with the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Look for your money in a cup of joe on our website or Spotify. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. This is Scott Davis, owner of Universal Windows. With inflation driving material costs through the roof and interest rates rising, don't put off replacing those old inefficient windows. Take advantage of our 0% interest for up to six years. Save the equity in your home. Save your cash. Call today, 254-301-7760, and you too will be saying. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. the Rob Sellers Funky Bump of the Day on this Friday. Great to have Rob on with us earlier this week. I know, I know for a fact Rob appreciates uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire, that shining star, and our Rob Sellers Funky Bump of the Day. And we were talking during the break, That's that song is actually playing at the beginning of the movie Superbad. And that's where I remember it from. It's another <laughs> great, great song. Earth, Wind, and Fire doesn't have any bad songs. Yeah. I mean, they... Every song that we play of theirs on the Funky Bump of the Day, it just—I mean—it just rips. It's just great, great music. That kind of sets the tone for Super Bad, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> if that's and we were the talk, also credits. talking about you know the yeah, we've we've had this discussion before, but about you know movies back in the eighties and nineties and two thousands hey, yeah. that wouldn't get made today. <laughs> yeah, Super Bad would be in right. that group. It's probably a movie that right. I think is hilarious, and I've watched it many, many times, but. I don't think there's any chance it would get made right now. <laughs> I think you're probably right. 
All right, uh, Truett Beard, if you're listening, that's uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. I hope you like it. Uh, I hope you uh, listen to it. Tell your mom and dad you want to hear more Earth, Wind, and Fire at home. Okay, Truett? So uh, there you go. You can't go wrong with that. All right, back with us inside the Alan Samuels Studios, brought to you in part by Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business on the web at alansamuelsdcj.com. Next segment, uh, we'll connect with uh, Todd Berry, the executive director of the American Football Coaches Association, uh, located here in Waco. Remember when uh, Coach Taft retired from coaching, retired from uh, athletic directoring, and became the executive director of the AFCA. The offices were in Orlando, Florida. And I think, I think I've think i got the story right. He says, yes, I'll take that job, but the offices are moving to Waco. I'm not moving. Right. And they said, you're the executive director. You do whatever you want. And that's how the offices got here to Waco. And, and it's a beautiful it's, building. Still remain. It's right there on University uh, Parks Drive. Another thing to... To thank Coach Taft for. <laughs> exactly. Out of many, many things to thank Coach Taft of for. Of many. True, true. So uh, right there on University Parks Drive, right down from uh, from the Mayborn Museum, the Texas Sports Hall of Fame, our athletic uh, offices, the Simpson Athletic and Academic Center. So great location there and a beautiful building. I mean, if you have you ever been in that building, AFCA offices? I have not. It's a beautiful building. They did a great job. So a uh, great showcase, really. Uh, for the AFCA to do their work. What is that work? Well, we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll talk to Todd Berry and find out what's on the agenda. I'm sure it's a full agenda for the AFCA. We'll visit with him when we come back. Hey, glad you're with us. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Alliance Bank. Find Alliance Bank with their several locations in Waco, a new location in Temple, and let them help you and your business succeed. Back in a moment, you're tuned in to ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Game Time, Baylor head football coach Dave Aranda. Kyron Jones, his improvement was a big part of that decision. Halfway through spring, you could argue Kyron is the most improved player on the team. And just his confidence was showing and the reps that he had, he made the most of. There'd be a thing a day. Oh, hey, did you see Kyron do this? Or, hey, did you see that throw he made? He's working on his leadership skills. So there's a definite path and he's on it. I'm excited for that room. I think the quarterback room is a strong one. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at Nietzsche Group Insurance Agency. With the Nietzsche Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Nietzsche Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Nietzsche Group at 1-800-258-8302. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham. Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. 
They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com. Are you worried about losing your pet in the cracks in your yard? Or does it sound like walking on potato chips when you walk across your lawn? Hi there, this is the Foundation Doctor. This heat and lack of rain is causing the soil beneath your foundation to shrink, leaving you with cracked walls, sticking doors, and a cranky spouse. But do not fear, the Foundation Doctor can help. We've been dealing with these soils for many years and we know just how to get you back on the level. Foundation repair doesn't have to be scary, and with the doctor, it won't be. We have more repair options than anyone in town, and we'll craft the right solution for you and your home. And if need be, we'll help you fish your chihuahua out of that crack in your yard. So give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. What's up, guys? This is Tori down at Harley-Davidson of Waco. With gas prices booming, you deserve to get your knees in the breeze and save some cash. With record-breaking numbers the past few months and June right on track to make waves, we need your help to keep up this momentum. Whether it's purchasing your very first Harley-Davidson motorcycle or getting rid of your third old bike in the garage, we would love to have your business. Be cautious of the heat outside, but take advantage of the heat inside with these smoking hot deals, y'all. Trade it in, take it home, or turn it over. This is only the beginning at Harley-Davidson of Waco, or you'll never ride alone. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Arizona Cardinals Kyler Murray has agreed to a five-year extension worth $230.5 million, a deal that makes him one of the NFL's highest-paid quarterbacks. Cleveland Browns are signing former first-round Josh Rosen to a one-year deal. Rosen, the number 10 pick in the 2018 draft, last played for the Falcons in 21. Dallas Cowboys confirmed they'll be wearing their throwback uniforms this season for their Thanksgiving Day game against the New York Giants. Cowboys will bring back the white helmets with the blue jersey and white pants from the 60-64 to 64 seasons. Astros take the doubleheader from the Yankees and start a series with Seattle tonight, 9-10 first pitch. Rangers get the win over the Marlins, 8-0. Texas starts a weekend series with the A's tonight, 8-40 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. You're listening to the John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas. It just seems that, you know, and I'm way included in this, just that um, people in general have a way of getting in their own way. And so to make each, to make everybody available is just very, is, is um, a daily thing. And just the strength, the strengths and the power that comes with living fully who you are and not trying to be anybody else and knowing that you're enough. I think that's such a strong thing. And I think football is a great vehicle. It's a great vehicle for that. Now back to today's JMO radio show from the Allen Samuel studios. Here's the voice of the bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Again, the words and wisdom of uh, Dave Aranda, Baylor head football coach. It really, any time uh, you hear him speak, there's going to be some things 
that you may, you know, on second thought, wait, wait a second. What do you say? I, I think I should write that down. I think those are words to live by <laughs> right. from Dave Aranda, right? Every time we hear him speak. Absolutely. He's, I love hearing him speak. That's why I went, I didn't get to hear what he said at Big 12 Media Day, so I made it a point to find it on YouTube and yeah, watch it. Yeah. And it, it didn't disappoint, and it never does. I mean, he's he's a super smart, he's super honest in his answers, and he, you never know what how he's going to answer a, a question. <laughs> right. You know, And it's a question that's probably been asked of 10 different coaches, and you pretty much know what they're going to say, but when Coach Aranda gets asked the same question, He's going to give a completely different answer. He's no talking whatsoever. about Nietzsche or Bernstein Bears or, you know, <laughs> anything. And it's it's always fascinating. Yeah, really good. We're two weeks past the uh, Big 12 football media days. We are two weeks away from the start of fall camp. Good time to check in with our friend Todd Berry, the um, executive director for the American Football Coaches Association. And, Coach, uh, we appreciate you being on with us. How are you today? I'm doing great, John. Thanks for having me on. And and you're right about Dave. He's a, a tremendously genuine individual, and and uh, it's uh, refreshing uh, right now in kind of the climate that we're in. Yeah, that's very well said. Genuine's a very good word for him because uh, you know you just know when you ask a question, he's going to answer your question. You know, maybe not in the direction you thought he might, but he's going to give you a very honest answer. Absolutely. And that, and that, again, just um, uh, Bader's very fortunate to have him. Uh, we have many coaches around the country that uh, that are similar, uh, and we need more. That's great. Uh, Todd, uh, I hope you've had a good summer. I hope you've had a summer. There's so much going on. Uh, <laughs> did you get to take off and have a little summer? I didn't get much of a one this time <laughs> around, unfortunately, John. It, but it, it's a, um, it, it, you know, this is a difficult time, I think, for college football. You have, um, and, 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 and college football has never been more popular. I, it even surpassed the NFL uh, on some recent surveys of significant surveys of, you know, of 10,000 respondents. And, and, uh, it's, that's great news, but we do have, uh, between, Name, image, and likeness, and the one-time transfer, and then, and then, obviously, uh, the questions kind of revolving around really who's kind of running college football right now. Is yeah. it, you know, is it the NCAA? Is it the transformation committee? Is it the commissioners? And we, we certainly have a lot of problems, and and so having uh, not knowing who the leadership is 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 difficult. Well, you're right, and it's just uh, there's so much going on. I mean, and normally, well, you can remember probably when you were coaching, you know, summer was the quiet time, wasn't it? I mean, there wasn't much happening, at least for about a month during the summer. Yeah, it was at one point in time. That's certainly not the case now. I I think probably, uh, I think everyone, uh, you've heard many coaches have suggested in the media days uh, that this was out of control. I don't know if this is surprising any of the coaches, I think that all of the things that have been discussed with name, image, and likeness and the transfer portal and, and so on, uh, I, I think most of us that were in the profession knew this was uh, going to be the case. And, and quite honestly, we're, we're probably right now in a pretty untenable situation. I think there were some things are going to have to change uh, or we're going to, you know, we're going to have a lot of coaches leaving the profession. Yeah, boy, that's tough. And I hate to hear you say that, but I can understand it. 
uh, you know, it's almost, uh, Todd, we're almost where college football is, uh, you know, professional football or, or, you know, NFL light just because of the uh, money that's out there and the, uh, the uh, you know, payments that some of these players are bringing in. Yeah, and I think, unfortunately, um, again, uh, you're absolutely right that, that if you are a college coach right now and you are and you know and you're being realistic about kind of where things are at, regardless of how much you wish for the scholastic model, the reality of it is this has turned significantly into a complete business model and the academics and the culture and some of those kind of things really don't mean as much because obviously the money that's involved um, and, and so you're going to run your program like an NFL model. And I, I think that even as we, as we move forward, uh, I think even uh, some of the guidance that we're going to receive from whoever's out there that's making decisions is going to suggest that it is more of that business model. And quite honestly, for a guy like me and, and for many of our coaches, it's sad. We, we appreciated so much, how the impact of, of playing college football, uh, of getting a degree, of having that scholastic model where you're a part of campus and, and the time frame that you had a chance to mature in your life in that environment, uh, you know, some of that, unfortunately, is going to be missing. And there's uh, and that, that's sad. Yeah, man, I agree with you. Todd Berry, our guest, executive director for the American Football Coaches Association. Uh, tell us, uh, Todd, from your role, from your position uh, what, what's your role in all of this with coaches? Are, are you a sounding board, you know, just to listen to them or, you know, how, how involved are you and can you be with some of these issues? Well, we've been very engaged. Um, I, I, I'm kind of hopeful, um, that we're even going to have more engagement. I, you know, as you mentioned, John, my job is to listen to the coaches at all levels, but, uh, in this case, we're kind of talking FBS. And then to kind of forward that to uh, the individuals that I associate with, with, which is basically the commissioners and all the athletic directors that serve on these NCAA committees, because I'm on the majority of them. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and, uh, you know, try to explain to them why coaches want things away. For instance, I'll, I'll give you an example, this transfer portal, uh, you know, this was suggested by our coaches four years ago before the transfer portal ever even existed. Mm. We knew it was coming. We knew that this was something that probably needed to be discussed. It didn't make it through the NCAA at that point in time, but when all of a sudden they decided, you know what, this is a mess. We better put some windows around this. The only ones that had ever come up with the windows was the coaches, and we'd already had that, and they worked off of our straw man, if you will, to, to decide when the transfer portals were going to be. Now, we don't quite agree with kind of when they actually put them. The first one isn't bad. The second one doesn't make a lot of sense in our minds because your players aren't on campus and they can't talk to the people they need to talk to, which is one of the biggest problems uh, that most of the transfers have even suggested that is, you know, they, they need to be able to make these decisions with full knowledge of why they're doing something. And that means being able to talk to compliance, you know, talk to the coach, be able to look in the portal to see who else is there in the portal so they can make a good decision and, and then we put it outside of a window, the second one, May 1st to May 15th. Uh, for whatever reason, the council decided to go with that date, uh, which didn't make a lot of sense to the coaches. But bottom line, I, I do think that we're going to have some more opportunities to be pretty engaged in this because uh, we are at ground level. And so consequently, 
because of that, we've already talked through most of these issues before they even come up in committee meetings. Wow. That's one of those things, you know, I really feel uh, feel for the coaches. You know, it just adds another layer of, uh, uh, you know, I don't know what the right word is, watchfulness on their part, you know, with the transfer portal because you never know when somebody might be coming uh, or going uh, either way. I used to feel bad for baseball coaches, you know, because at the end of a baseball sure. season, you know, a guy could come back, he could go into the pro draft, and you didn't know, you didn't know whether to give a scholarship away or save it for him. You know, now I, I see uh, football coaches in a very similar situation. Yeah, there's no question, John. It's, you know, every one of your players is a free agent every year. Yeah, yeah, that's and, a good way to put it. Uh, and and regardless of, you know, what your relationship is, uh, you know, I, I certainly, um, I hold very dear my past relationship with my players. Uh, it, it's something that's very special between a coach and a player, I think. I think, you know, most players feel the same way about their coach, but the reality is, you know, when someone uh, is coming at you with a lot of money from another location, sometimes that relationship uh, goes to the sidelines. And and it's understandable. I mean, it's just everybody does it in their own, uh, you know, daily life for the most part. Someone will you know, pay you another $50,000 to go someplace else. Uh, you know, most everybody would probably look and at least entertain that thought. And, and I think that's kind of the world that we're in. And, and again, this week, talked earlier uh, unfortunately that nfl model is going to be creeping in i think into the collegiate environment and, and um I, I think it's going to be some real uh, difficult questions even for university presidents to answer about you know what kind of is our core mission are we uh are we nfl farm teams are we uh you know a academic institution that's supposed to be about you know preparing young people for the rest of their lives and uh, and that's going to be i think some difficult questions moving forward as we look even at some of the expansion that's going on right now uh, with some conferences and about kind of some of the direction that that seems that that's headed. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, some, uh, again, we'll, we'll get out of this. There's enough smart people that are around to do it, but we're going to be going through, I think, some pains to get there. Uh, and unfortunately, we brought most of this on ourselves. Yeah, boy, you're right there. I'd be interested in your thoughts on uh, kind of the uh, unsettled uh, uh, conferences, realignment, possible changes coming, teams coming, I mean, schools coming and going from different leagues. Uh, what do you think about all of that and all the changes that we're seeing right now with potentially more down the road? Well, I, I think most uh, felt like that there was going to be some breakaway at some point in time. I think, uh, you know, that's been discussed for quite some time that, you know, this other level of football would would come along. And I don't I, I certainly don't blame it. I was part of some of the constitutional committee calls that that happened with the NCAA. And, uh, you know, uh, that group, uh, the, the higher uh, level of football, uh, basketball, whatever, uh, you know, you certainly had a lot of lower-level programs that were trying to move up to that level to try to grab some of the money, and yet they really didn't have any intention of, of trying to compete at that level. And um, and so, consequently, you knew that some of this was was coming. But I I don't know. I, I talk with again commissioners, athletic directors, coaches. I mean, this thing could go 20 different ways, and based off of whichever way it goes, you could have 20 other outcomes hmm. that could spur off of it. It's just um, um, I think it's going to evolve very quickly, and, and I think that the people that uh, have, have 
game plan this out, uh, to be honest with you, all the different outcomes, and, and are ready to, to be nimble, uh, to be able to make uh, good decisions for the university. I think those are the ones that are uh, going to be uh, much happier with the outcome. Mm. Final thought, and uh, this is something you mentioned right off the top. Uh, you know, who's who's making the call? Who's running this now? Um, uh, that that's part of the situation, isn't it? Uh, uh, somebody or some people have suggested we need a czar, whatever you call him, of college football, and maybe it's the FBS level, and it's not the NCAA making the decisions. Um, is that uh, maybe vacuum of leadership part of the issue right now? Well, I think that, you know, certainly the NCAA doesn't understand what their mandate is. I'm not blaming them. I work with a lot of those people. They're great people. But with the new Constitution, nobody really knows at the NCAA level what their mandate is and are they going to be governing this level. And and so consequently, because of that, uh, uh, they're, they're not uh, doing an awful lot in relation to try to take some of this on. They're, they're trying some ways, but uh, they're not wanting to overstep, which I certainly understand, especially after the Supreme Court ruling last year. And um, and so that vacuum uh, has left that void that somebody's trying to fill, and I think that's the the probably the the biggest question of all of these questions right now is who is going to make decisions? And because um, uh, we've got some we've got some really tough questions that need to be answered, and the longer that it takes to answer them, the, the more difficult some of those questions are going to end up being. I think and. Uh, and so we need to kind of come with to some terms with all this. I don't know if, if one individual is the right way to go. You've got so many different. It, it's not like the NFL to where you have 32 teams. You know, this one's about having, you know, 300 schools that are trying to participate in collegiate athletics at a high level. Uh, and uh, I, I don't know that, that one individual can basically do that. And so I, uh, even we could go back to COVID and even look at maybe one of the commissioners. If one of the commissioners becomes the czar, you know, based off of what happened out of COVID, some people might not have liked what uh, one of the commissioners might have done with the outcome. We might have not even been able to play that year uh, because of it. And so uh, I don't know if that's kind of the right way to go, but I do think that obviously some people that can make some decisions for all of college football, uh, all college athletics, a smaller group that's pretty nimble and can react and 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 has input from you know from everyone from the presidents from the athletic directors from the commissioners to the coaches to everyone that you know can get all that information as a panel and and be able to come up with some quick ideas i think that's probably the best direction Todd Barry, our guest executive director american football coaches association based right here in waco uh, okay, I do have one more question for you. I said that was the last okay. one, but one more, and this will be it. From your position and your role, and you're in a key role, uh, as you said, on these committees and contacts with the NCAA and certainly the the uh, uh, the uh, spokesperson in a lot of ways for coaches, you know, and, and a an advocate for coaches around the country. Given all that, Todd, are you encouraged about where we are, the state of college football right now, or are you discouraged about the state of college football right now? Well, actually, John, I'm probably encouraged right now, and the reason why is that I, I think that I've been pretty discouraged, quite honestly, over the last couple of years. The meetings were very contentious uh, that I was a part of. There was a lot of disagreements. There were a lot of people that did not believe that NIL was going to have any kind of impact or that the transfer was going to have any kind of impact. 
Uh, and as coaches, we kind of suggested otherwise. And I, I think now what everyone has recognized is we got some major problems and that everybody's pulling on the rope in the same direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and so because of that, I, I, I am very encouraged that we're going to get some things done. The problem right now is just is just understanding wh- uh, while everybody's pulling, we need kind of a leader to make sure we're pulling all in the same di- or all of us are pulling the right direction. Right, right. Uh, and uh, but at least everybody's pulling now. Well, it is great to visit with you. I appreciate your time here in July and hope to see you soon. Uh, come to come to a game over at McLean Stadium right across from the river Absolutely. from you. So I will see you down the road, but uh, we really appreciate your time today. Thanks very much. My pleasure, John. Anytime. Y'all take care. Stay cool. <laughs> Tell us how to do that and we'll do it. Thanks very much. Uh, Todd Berry, the executive director of the American Football Coaches Association. Again, uh, very, very involved in, Aaron, any any uh, decisions that are made, any, any really any discussions that are made, he's right. He and the AFCA are right in the middle of that. And this is probably the craziest time in the history of that organization. It's got to be, right? I don't think that's an exaggeration to you. No, I, I, I think you're right. I think it's got to be because of all those subjects we just talked about. Yeah, NIL, transfer portal, realignment. It's just it's a crazy, exciting time yeah. just, just to see how it's going to all work out. You yeah. Know? yeah, and uh, so great to visit with Todd, and we really do appreciate his time today. All right, let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. Final segment on a Friday. John Morris, Aaron Sexton in the Allen Samuels Studios. We are brought to you in part by Kaleo Wealth Management. Kaleo Wealth Management's mission is to provide quality strategies customized to your needs. Their goal is to be your primary source of financial advice. To this end, they concentrate their efforts on developing long-term relationships through a commitment to quality client service. That is Kaleo Wealth Management. Back after this here on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Game Time. Managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, Greg Tepper. Class 6A does have a situation that is unique in the sense that they do not split into divisions. The issue is that the swath of teams that comprise 6A can range from like 2,200 all the way up to 7,000. And so I think what some coaches and what the UIL is going to explore is do we need to take that top bit of teams and put them into like a super cop? Game Time. Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN. Central Texas. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. For most of the people that walk in our store, it's been an ongoing, nonstop issue. They're searching, they're, they're grasping at straws because they've been trying other products and they've bought something that they thought was going to help solve their problem, and it didn't. You're listening to Beth, an art support specialist at the Goodfeet store. A client came into my store last year that has had plantar fasciitis for 30 years. He literally walked in with a handful of products and said, this is what I've been wearing. I looked at him, I said, are you kidding me? I've been here for 14, where have you been? For over 20 years, we've been helping people live the life they love without letting their feet get in the way. 
I'm just sad that he spent so many years with so much discomfort. I helped relieve a problem that's plagued him for 30 years. I mean, how do you not go home and talk about that? See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Goodfeet store. Goodfeet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at CentexSportsFan.com. They buy gold and silver jewelry at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. Bring in your broken or scrapped jewelry or perhaps an item you want to say goodbye to. And the professionals at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond will make you a cash offer on the spot. These jewelry appraisals are free. And you can also trade in your unwanted gold or silver jewelry for an existing item in the store. It's the world's greatest Western store. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 101 North Robertson Drive in Waco. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I missed my mama's call a while ago. Hello. Hey, guess what you're on? If I'm on commercial again, I don't come cheap. Well, uh, I can't afford you. What you want? <laughs> hey, tell them we do foundation repair, mama. Oh, they do foundation repair. Great workers. Yeah, yeah. If you didn't do it right. You can call my mama at 254-749-2183. Absolutely. Hi, mama. Love you. Gotta go. So you can give us a call at 254-235-49. Or you can call my mama or and complain. Visit us at vixajimmy.com. Make, Make this, this a summer sales, sales event is happening now at Allen Samuels for the new 2022 Ram 1500 Crew Cab Star. With special values up to $7,000 or get 1500 bonus cash and 2.9% for 72 months. Ram trucks are designed to be durable, functional, and stylish. This legendary, award-winning truck gives you that first-class feel. Allen Samuels in Waco, the, the place, place to, to shop, shop for Ram trucks. First responders get 500 extra cash. Come by. Let's be friends. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Arizona Cardinals Kyler Murray has agreed to a five-year extension worth $230.5 million, a deal that makes him one of the NFL's highest-paid quarterbacks. Cleveland Browns are signing former first-round Josh Rosen to a one-year deal. Rosen, the number 10 pick in the 2018 draft, last played for the Falcons in 21. Dallas Cowboys confirmed they'll be wearing their throwback uniforms this season for their Thanksgiving Day game against the New York Giants. Cowboys will bring back the white helmets with the blue jersey and white pants from the 60 to 64 seasons. Astros take the doubleheader from the Yankees and start a series with Seattle tonight, 9-10 first pitch. Rangers get the win over the Marlins, 8-0. Texas starts a weekend series with the A's tonight, 8-40 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. With this final segment, John Morris Show on this Friday afternoon. John Morris, Aaron Sexton in the Allen Samuel Studios. Great to visit with uh, Todd Berry and uh, kicking myself, Aaron, as as you're uh, posting the interview. And the entire show will be up uh, available at the, in about uh, 10 minutes from right now. 
But uh, all our interviews, all our full shows available on the website at SyntechSportsFan.com, also on social media at 1660 ESPN. Uh, As you're posting that, I'm kicking myself because this year is the 100th anniversary of the AFCA. I should have brought that up. I should have mentioned it. I saw that when I got the logo ready for the Twitter post. Yeah, it's a cool logo. I didn't think about it. Yeah, it looks great. Yeah, whoever uh, did that did a really good job. It's a really good logo in gold in mm-hmm. 1922 to 2022. Super, super good job on that on that logo. And a uh, very poor job on my part not bringing that up <laughs> with with Todd. Well, in your defense, there was quite a lot to talk about. Uh, yeah, that's no excuse. I mean, that's that's a big deal. I mean, your hundredth anniversary that is a big deal. So. I think I'm going to call Todd when we finish and apologize for missing out, swinging and missing on that. But great to visit with him. That interview is up right now on social media. Just search at 1660 ESPN. All right, uh, moving into the weekend. Uh, baseball is back full speed as of tonight. A good number of games last night after the All-Star break, but then uh, a, a full slate of games. And here we go, kind of the stretch run now for uh, Major League Baseball, so games uh, uh, off and running um, with a full schedule this evening. Aaron, what else? Anything else uh, sports-wise you're going to be keeping an eye on this weekend? Um, realignment stuff. I mean, yeah. that, that goes on Changes all day, daily, every right? day. Yeah, and, and I don't think that there will be anything official over the weekend, but I, I love it. I love keeping up with the – it's it's a lot more fun when the, all the rumors concern positive things for the Big Twelve as yeah. opposed to mm-hmm. right after Texas and Oklahoma announcing they were leaving when every article and rumor was a you know about will the Big Twelve last? Is the Big Twelve going to implode? You know, yeah, exactly. are the schools going to go to this conference or that conference? Certain schools. So uh, I like this a lot better how it is now than I did last year when. Texas and Oklahoma blindsided the conference. Uh, yeah, much uh, much better. Big 12 in much stronger a position this year than they would have been this time last year. So uh, let's give you some birthdays. Today it is, uh, it is Christy Melton Jacobs' birthday today. Christy would be my niece by marriage. Uh, Ronnie and Donna's daughter, Christy. Happy birthday to her. Married to Chase Jacobs. So happy birthday to Christy today. Uh, who else we got? John Criswell's birthday. John uh, in the Metroplex, longtime newsman there at First Channel 8, then Channel 4. Happy birthday to uh, him. It's Tom Nicoletti's birthday today. Happy birthday to Tom. Uh, Tom and I went to Baylor together, started at KWTX the same day. Uh, he and I were the two that jumped on a, a uh, uh, note that was on the bulletin board in Castellaw Communication Center. It said uh, KWTX TV has an opening for two. Um, I don't know what the wording was. Newsroom, newsroom people. I, I don't think they designated, you know, photographer, reporter, or anything. But two openings in news. And Tom and I got those two jobs. So he and I started the same day and worked together for a number of years. And so happy birthday to uh, Tom, retired now from the Texas Farm Bureau here in Waco. It is Marty Malzak's birthday. Happy birthday to Marty. Love Marty and Will Malzak. Happy birthday to her. Oh, it's John Rook's birthday today. John uh, from San Antonio or Austin originally. Worked in San Antonio. Worked at KCEN-TV way back. 
and now is the voice of the Providence Flyers and is the PA voice for uh, the New England Patriots. So oh, wow. pretty okay. cool job there. Yeah. Also a professor at uh, Dean College up in the Northeast. So we cross paths every once in a while when Baylor plays Providence or we're in a tournament, you know, the same location. Always great to see him. And he just always uh, talks very fondly about his days in Central Texas. So happy birthday to John Rook today as well. Let me look at one other list, Aaron, then I'll hand things. No, I'm going to hand things over to you right now. I think that's all I've got. Okay. I have the longest list <laughs> I've had since Seriously? we started doing this. Yeah. All right. I all really right. do. Good list. Parliament Funkadelic is a. Yeah, he would. He was George Clinton the singer. I know he played guitar. Yes, I think so. Okay, I thought yeah, he was a lead singer. Both. Okay, uh, okay, we'll start over. Parliament Funkadelic guitarist and singer George Clinton, frequently used, used on the Funky Bump of the yes. Day here on the John Moore Show, turns eighty-one today. Way to go! Actor Danny Glover turns seventy-six. Actor director Albert Brooks turns seventy-five. Actor William Defoe turns sixty-seven. Actor David Spade, actor-comedian David Spade, turns 58. Singer Selena Gomez turns 30. Eagles lead singer Don Henley turns 75. Mm. Former multiple-time WWE heavyweight champion Shawn Michaels, the heartbreak kid, turns 57. And multi-time Dallas Cowboy All-Pro running back Ezekiel Elliott turns 27 today. Wow. All right, 27. There's today's birthdays. Happy birthday to everybody, including Zeke. <laughs> I'm glad you added him to your list. That's very good. Well, and I saw it earlier, and he <laughs> wasn't on the page that I usually use. Yeah. And they usually have, you know, I mean, like I said, he's what five time Pro Bowler yeah, and he should be three time All Pro. He absolutely. I figured he'd be on there, but luckily when he wasn't, I remembered, so I looked up. I, all I had to do was look up his exact age. I was pretty sure anyway, just because. Oh, it's kind of weird it, because of uh, how much fantasy football information I take in. 27 is where most running backs really hit the wall in the yeah. NFL. It's yeah. like where fantasy production just falls off a cliff for yeah. mo- almost every NFL what, running at back. At age 27? Age 27, yeah. yeah. There's been some outliers, but for the most part, that's that's where the production really goes downhill. So I should have known that that was coming up from one of the many podcasts that I've listened to, but. Ezekiel Elliott is 27 today. Falling off the cliff at age 27. He may, I, we'll see. He yeah. may have oh, a good. I'm not, I'm not predicting. No, that. no. I'm I just saying you're fantasy. Right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but that's that. one thing. If you play fantasy, remember that about older running backs. That's the age where it usually happens. Hmm. All right, let me say this. Going into the weekend, tomorrow, some significant birthdays. Uh, let me throw those out here on a Friday. It's Bryce Cherry's birthday tomorrow Bryce-y. from the Waco Tribune Herald. So happy birthday a day early to Bryce Cherry. Love that guy. I like Bryce a lot. I mean, he's Astros fan, but nobody's perfect. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> he and Rob Sellers went to an Astros game together. Yeah, they recently. Rob talked about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's really cool. cool. Happy birthday, Brycey. A day early. Linka Brusova, one of Baylor women's tennis all-time greats, now assistant coach. It's Linka's birthday tomorrow coming up as well. Chase Jolish worked with us in athletics. And Kirk Allen the uh, the uh, na- uh, national state championship coach uh, for Crawford softball. Uh, it's Kirk's birthday coming up tomorrow as well. 
There's some good ones busy, through the weekend. Busy, birthday we- day and weekend, yeah. I'm telling you. So there's a head start going into the weekend with birthdays today and tomorrow. All right, we appreciate you being with us. Matt Mosley is next. Uh, which airport will he be broadcasting from today? <laughs> I think he will be in the master studio today. Oh, really? Yeah. He might drive out to DFW just to, <laughs> just to, just to broadcast <laughs> from the airport again, like yesterday when he was in Philadelphia on his way back. But Matt Mosley is coming up next. We look forward to that. We invite you to stay tuned. And we say thanks again to Todd Berry, the executive director of the American Football Coaches Association celebrating its 100th anniversary this year in 2022. And thanks to Todd, uh, the podcast is up and available now at SyntechSportsFan.com or on social media at 1660 ESPN. Aaron, have a great weekend. You too, John. Appreciate we'll see it. you back here Monday. All right, we'll reconvene on Monday. Stay tuned. Matt Mosley is next. This is a highly listened to program.